My name is Aaron Stein, and I am the Chief Content Officer at War on the Rocks. You are listening to The Warcast, the members-only podcast for what you need to know now. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Sharini Jagtiani, who is a postdoctoral fellow at the German Institute for Global and Area Studies and associate at the Department of Politics and International Relations at Oxford. She focuses on rising powers, Indo-Pacific security, and Indian foreign policy, the last of which is our topic today. Uh, the Indian uh, foreign minister uh, recently visited with his Russian colleague, uh, so I thought this would be a good time to talk about the status of Indian-Russian relations and sort of what it means for Indian-American relations. Sharini, do you want to just start off with the visit between Russia and India and what it signals? So the Indian External Affairs Minister, Dr. Dr. S. Shankar, made a two-day visit to Moscow from last Monday, the 8th of November. Given New Delhi's repeated abstentions against uh, condemning Russia for its invasion in Ukraine, it is unsurprising that a lot of eyes were on Jayashankar's visit. And in fact, there were media reports both within and beyond India of whether New Delhi would be able to broker peace or mediate between Russia and Ukraine. While Jayashankar did talk about the strain on the global economy from the Ukraine conflict, and it is worth noting here that he used the word Ukraine conflict and not war, it appears that the objective for the meeting was for Dr. Jayashankar and the rest of his delegation to sit down with their Russian counterparts that included the Russian Minister of Foreign Affairs, Mr. Sergei Lavrov, and Deputy Prime Minister, Mr. Manturov, to take stock of the relations between both countries and assess where they stand and where they are going to move to. So the aim was to discuss aspects that characterize the India-Russia relationship, and it included topics such as trade, energy, investment, commodities, and so on, and also what Dr. Jayashankar called the sensitive domains, and this included space, defense, and nuclear. What was interesting is that Jayashankar arrived with a delegation from India that included senior officials from various ministries, such as agriculture, petroleum, ports, and finance, and so on. But it did not, however, importantly, in my view, include India's Ministry of Defense. Although Jayashankar did mention in his remarks that it was indeed essential to ensure that Russia and India's time-tested defense partnership continue smoothly, and Indian defense representation was conspicuous by its absence. It is also worth mentioning that Jayashankar's visit was in the context of co-chairing the meeting of the India-Russia Intergovernmental Commission on Trade Economic, Scientific and Technical and Cultural Cooperation, tongue twister. Um, This was, this is essentially the primary institution between India and Russia that has been set up for the development of economic cooperation between the two countries. So if we could zoom out a little bit, there's been a lot written about India's stance on the the Russian invasion of Ukraine uh, and a lot written uh, also in War on the Rocks about the uh, India-Russia defense relationship. But if you were to zoom out and just talk about the state of Indian-Russian relations more broadly, how would you say it's going? So I wrote a bit about this in an essay that I published in the magazine Survival earlier this year. Both countries have a long-term historical and time-tested partnership that it is that is hard to shake off. And this can be traced to the Cold War, during which the Soviet Union engaged with India over a broad range of initiatives from military engagement to economic aid. India even signed a treaty with the Soviet Union in 1971 that gave India a security hedge in its conflict with Pakistan, which at the time was backed by the United States and China. 
But historical relations aside, studies have shown that there are high levels of strategic trust between India and Russia in defense circles. Um, but at the same time, if we zoom out, uh, the Russia-Ukraine war has challenged the fundamentals of India's Russia policy in a way that is unlike any other time since the end of the Cold War. It is pushing Indian policymakers to confront the limits of the partnership in ways that they were perhaps reluctant to earlier. So the war has exposed some of the impending constraints of the relationship that centered around Moscow's growing proximity to one India's number one security rival at the moment, which is China. So from New Delhi's view, India's relations with Russia, or at least the security aspects of Russia, cannot be looked at as independent of its relations with China. Since the border clash between India and China in the summer of 2020, China-India relations have deteriorated to an all-time low. China and Russia's growing partnership is therefore playing a constraint on India's traditional security relations with Russia. But this recalibration is not just a, a Ukraine war consequence. Uh, reports suggest that there has been a drop in Russia's arms exports to India prior to the Russian invasion of Ukraine. But does this mean that India will cut its ties off from Russia? I don't think so. What India is seeking to do is to shift the focus of its relations with Russia from a security-focused one to other aspects that include trade, energy, and connectivity. And Russia's position as India's top supplier of crude oil last month should be also seen in this context, not as India and Russia becoming best friends, but rather looking for ways to diversify and manage a time-tested relationship in a changing global order. So that raises a, a number of follow-on questions, and I, I think it comes in the context of a recent meeting between President Biden uh, and Prime Minister Modi uh, of India on the sidelines of the G20 about the trajectory of U.S.-Indian relations, uh, given, it appears from your comments, uh, shared concerns about the rise of China. So I believe India's relations with the United States are extremely stable and sustainable. Um, both countries have spent decades investing in an all-round strategic partnership, which includes several layers and levels of engagement that include trade, technology, security, diasporic engagement, and a shared commitment to a rules-based order. I think that both countries have had successful high-level interaction this year. As you mentioned, there was the G there is the G20 sideline meeting, um, but there was also other forms of meetings through minilateral agreements and arrangements such as the Quad. Uh, I don't think the United States embraces India's fairly transactional and interest-based approach of conducting its foreign policy, but it is slowly realizing that New Delhi will, as much as it can, pursue its own and independent path in its foreign policy. So this relationship will remain at the strategic partner level, and it is unlikely to evolve into an alliance of any kind. The relationship will grow despite uh, irritants. Um, some of these are, for example, from the perspective of the US, uh, as I mentioned, Russia being India's number one crude oil, crude oil supplier, or on balance from the perspective of India, Washington's approval of an economic package to maintain and upgrade Pakistan's fleet of F-16 fighter jets would also be an it, and would also be an irritant. So despite these things, uh, we will see these irritants continue, but I still think that Indo-US relations themselves are not at risk in any way, and I think they will continue to move forward. 
So final question here as we wrap up is asking you to project forward and, and, and prognosticate a little bit about the future, um, I guess, of India-Russia relations, but also India foreign policy relations with the U.S. more broadly. So at the face of it, India and Russia will continue to characterize their relationship as steady and time-tested. But as I said before, there are good reasons to reflect that New Delhi is recalibrating some aspects of these relations. First, uh, Moscow's repeated criticism of India's Indo-Pacific policy is seen very unfavorably in New Delhi. Uh, India values its role and membership in the Indo-Pacific region as not just crucial for its security, but also its international status and standing. Second, uh, as China is the number one national security threat for India today, it knows that Russia will not be a partner in managing and countering the China threat at least in the short or medium term. So New Delhi knows that in order to manage China, it would require different kinds of strategic partners that include, of course, the United States, Japan, Australia, France. And these are proving to be important strategic and security partnerships for New Delhi that it is cultivating. Finally, it is worth remembering that Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi, during his meeting with President Putin on the sidelines of the Shanghai Cooperation Organization Summit earlier in September, stated that this is not an era for war and dialogue must be pursued to find an end to the Ukraine conflict. Jay Shankar echoed these comments at his Russia visit last week, where he reiterated the consequences of the Ukraine that the consequences of the Ukraine conflict are too severe in an interdependent global economy. So there are signs that the India-Russia relationship will not end, but it will transform and look to escape their predominant focus on traditional security. With that, Sharini, thank you for joining the Warcast. Thank you for having me.